me at this very moment because in time, and he reminds me and encourages me to his word. It's in God. You just need to tell somebody that's going through God and trust his Your conditions are no we hope in you your enjoyed control. this week's message. Sometimes they're out of control, right? We don't get to wake up in and the morning and figure out like exactly. Sometimes we wake up and it's just pure chaos. And we wish, man, I'd just rather crawl back in, in bed and not get up, right? And we experience those kinds of days. You don't always get to decide the weather forecast. Sometimes the storms that pop up in your life are out of your control. But you know, there's one thing that you can control, and that's how much you choose to trust God. It depends on what you're focused on. Some of you, you've lost your trust. You've lost your confidence. You've lost your hope. You've lost your joy. You want to know why? Because all your hope and all your faith and all your trust was placed in something other than Jesus Christ. Keep trusting. New beginnings, keep trusting. Ma'am, keep trusting God. Single mom, keep placing your trust in God's word. Even though you didn't know you'd be divorced today, keep trusting God. Even though you didn't realize the industry that you work in would go out of business, keep trusting the Lord. Even though you didn't know that you're going to have to tap into your retirement account, keep trusting God. Even though everything around you seemingly is sinking and falling by the wayside, keep trusting. There's a scripture that I really like, and I'm going to share it with you in just a moment. But I want you to know, whatever it is, the word of God for your life, God will do what he said he'll do. You can take him at his word every single time. God has still got you. Sometimes we just get caught up in worshiping it the way we think God should do it instead of the God that said he'll do it. and trusting him to do it the way that he sees fit. Listen, God said he'll provide for you. He didn't always say how he would provide for you. He said he'd be there for you. But he didn't promise you'd always feel him. He promised to meet your every need but he didn't promise to take your preference into consideration. I came to tell you that it, it's going to happen. It might take longer than you wanted it to. It might look different than you thought it would. But if God spoke it, there's one thing that you can hold on to, and that's the scripture that I'm about to share with you. Whatever's happening in my ministry, whatever's happening in my life, whatever's happening in my spirit, whatever's happening at my job or in my family or in my friends, I hold on to this one scripture, the scripture that says, he who began a good work in you 
is faithful to complete it. What are you saying, Pastor John? I'm saying whatever God starts, he finishes. Whatever he says comes to pass. If he said it, he meant it. That's why Jesus told Peter this statement. It's going to give you a clue to why Peter was fast asleep the night before execution. He said, Peter, when you're old, others will take you by the hand and lead you where you do not wish to go. Follow me. God's word to Peter was that he's going to live to be an old man. He's asleep in that prison in Acts chapter 12. And at that point in his life, he's still a young man. And he's fast asleep like a baby on the night before execution because he trusted God's word even when God's word was put to the test in his life. Here's the question. Will you trust it? Will you trust it? This Bible, this word of God that I hold in my hand, this isn't given to you to be debated. It's to be declared. I want you to know what I hold in my hand is life-giving and it's powerful. Every chapter, every verse, every line, it has the power to heal your body and to cleanse your soul. You can trust it. It brings hope in the darkness and joy in sorrows and it moves mountains whenever you speak it. You can trust it. It defeats the giants that come your way and it helps you to overcome every hurdle and harmful thing that the enemy throws at you. You can trust it. You don't read this book, this book reads you. You can trust it. It's withstood the test of time. It's been tried by the fire. It's been abused by men over and over and over again. But it's still sharper than any two-edged sword. It's living and it's active. You can trust it. Let me tell you something. Until you know it, until you use it, and until you place all of your trust in it, this is going to be useless in your life. Would you stand to your feet with me this morning? Will you trust it? With every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to make a call to those that are sitting here within the sound of my voice and even those that are watching online. You're here today and you say, you know what, Pastor John, I heard your message. I need to trust God. I need to trust him and take him at his word. Friend, that would be the best decision that you have ever made. Will you trust him? If you're here today and you say, I want to trust him. I want Jesus to come in and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I want to trust him wholly and completely 100% today. If that's you, would you just slip up your hand 
real quick so I can pray for you. I'm not going to embarrass you. Is there anybody here today? God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, sir. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, sir. Ma'am, right here. God bless you. Way over there. God bless you, ma'am, in the back. God bless you. Listen, we're going to trust God together. We're going to do this as a family. So I'm going to pray a prayer. And the Bible says that if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that you will be saved. And so if this is your first time, third time, tenth time, that's okay. We're going to trust him today. Would you pray with me all together as one big family? Say, dear Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God, that you died on the cross, and you rose again on the third day. So today, I place my trust in you, and I ask you to forgive me of my sins, to cleanse me of all my wrongdoings, and be the Lord of my life. I trust you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Come on, can we celebrate that today? Praise the Lord. We serve a good God who's still moving and doing great things in the lives of his people. Listen, if you made that decision for the first time or like I said, the 10th time today, we're so happy for you. We want to connect with you on your journey. So if you can, would you go to nbcc.com slash Jesus and let us know that you made that decision. We'd love to pray with you and for you. And like I said, connect with you. One last thing before we go, I just want to pray a prayer of blessing over you and ask God's hand to be upon you and upon this church, upon our pastors. And so if you can, all over this place, would you just simply uh, just raise your hand up as I pray a prayer over you. God, we thank you today for every hand that's raised right here within the sound of my voice. I pray, Lord, that you would uh, make yourself so evident in their lives, that they would know that they serve a God that they can trust with all their heart, with all their soul, and with all their mind. They would not lean to their own understanding, but in all their ways they would acknowledge you and that you would continue to direct their path. God, we thank you for a wonderful church with wonderful pastors. We pray for Pastor Jim and Olivia and the team that you would bless them and be with them and help them and lead them and guide them. God, we thank you for all that you've done in our church. But we're looking forward to the future because we believe that the best is yet to come for new beginnings. God, we thank you that you've just begun to unfold the vision that you've given to Pastor Jim, that you're just getting started. God, I pray for your people today. Lord, that they continue to be a light in this community. Lord, that as we branch out even into more areas, God, that your hand would be upon it. Lord, I pray blessing and favor over these people with their hands raised that you would give them wells they didn't dig and you'd give them homes that they didn't build and that you would bless them in order that they can be a blessing. God, we pray and we plead the blood of Jesus over our homes, our vehicles, over our children. We pray, Lord, that you'd keep us safe until the next appointed time for us to come back together. Lord, we're careful to give you all the honor and glory and praise for what you've done in this place today. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you today.
Welcome to the New Beginnings Community Church Podcast. Here at NBCC, we welcome the imperfect, flawed, and broken as much as the healing and thriving because we are all God's children. Good morning, New Beginnings. It's good to see you today. Are you happy to be in God's house today? I hope you are. And I've been having so much fun here. If you don't know who I am, my name is John Hensley. I'm the campus pastor for Harupa Valley. And uh, we're, uh, yeah. We're having a great time over there, and God is doing some amazing things, as I know he is doing here as well. What a great team you have here. What a great church, New Beginnings Community Church. Great churches, I know, are built upon great leaders, and great people gather around great leaders. And you have great leaders here. And so I want you to know that Pastor Jim and, and Olivia are great, and their friendship, their leadership are amazing, and um, I'm just excited to see what God is going to do with them over the next few years, because I know he's done some great things over the last few years, and he's not done yet. So this is uh, just fantastic to be here, and I want you to know that I love this church, and I consider each and every one of you part of my family, my extended family, and so I'm excited. Um, Your success is my success And uh, I'm believing that the best is yet to come for new beginnings. How many of you believe that this morning? So you're in a good place. I want you to know that. And every, every once in a while, you need somebody to come from the outside to let you know that you're in a good place. This is somewhere where you can stay and get grounded and grow here and raise your family here and dig in and get involved. Stay where you are. This is good. This is healthy. And so you can grow here. You know, I've never met the person whose testimony is, you know, I've served in a church and I've attended there and I gave there and I did everything that I was supposed to do. And, uh, you know, I regretted every minute of it. (laughs) You know, I've never met that person before. Um, You know, I've heard them say I've stayed in my church. I served in the house. I've been generous. I love the kids. I love the teens. I supported the pastor. I gave it my all. And God has done great things in my life. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Jump in here. And uh, I know you need sometimes just somebody to say, you don't know how good you've got it. Uh, but you, you've got it good here in Norco. And I think that we should just take a second and tell Pastor Jim and Olivia uh, how much we are grateful for them and appreciate them. Can you do that for just a second? We've got great pastors here. He's uh, actually preaching in Harupa Valley this morning. We kind of traded pulpits, and so uh, I'm thankful for that. I know they're having a great time over there hearing Pastor Jim, and uh, our youth leader over there, Christian, said, you should call this uh, Pastor Swap a PJ party, since it's Pastor Jim and Pastor John. uh, We're all having a PJ party, so pretty cool. I'm excited. So thanks for inviting me, Pastor Jim. I can sense the enthusiasm here in the room, the faith, the excitement about what God is doing in this church, and uh, it's an awesome place. So let's get into the Word today. Are you ready? I believe that God's Word is alive and active and uh, sharper than any two-edged sword, and I I believe that it's going to do great things in your life this morning. I can sense that. And so he's the one that redeemed uh, me at this very moment because... 
in time. And he reminds me and encourages me to trust his word. Trusting God. You've got to just need to tell somebody that's going through a God and trust his word. Your conditions aren't always in your control. Sometimes they're out of control, right? We don't get to wake up in the morning and figure out what our day is going to look like exactly. Sometimes we wake up and it's just pure chaos and we wish, man, I'd just rather crawl back in, in bed and not get up, right? And we experience those kinds of days. You don't always get to decide the weather forecast. Sometimes the storms that pop up in your life are out of your control. But you know, there's one thing that you can control, and that's how much you choose to trust God. It depends on what you're focused on. Some of you, you've lost your trust. You've lost your confidence. You've lost your hope. You've lost your joy. You want to know why? Because all your hope and all your faith and all your trust was placed in something other than Jesus Christ. Keep trusting. New beginnings, keep trusting. Ma'am, keep trusting God. Single mom, keep placing your trust in God's word. Even though you didn't know you'd be divorced today, keep trusting God. Even though you didn't realize the industry that you work in would go out of business, keep trusting the Lord. Even though you didn't know that you're going to have to tap into your retirement account, keep trusting God. Even though everything around you seemingly is sinking and falling by the wayside, keep trusting. There's a scripture that I really like, and I'm going to share it with you in just a moment. But I want you to know, whatever it is, the word of God for your life, God will do what he said he'll do. You can take him at his word every single time. God has still got you. Sometimes we just get caught up in worshiping it the way we think God should do it instead of the God that said he'll do it and trusting him to do it the way that he sees fit. Listen, God said he'll provide for you. He didn't always say how he would provide for you. He said he'd be there for you, but he didn't promise you'd always feel him. He promised to meet your every need, but he didn't promise to take your preference into consideration. I came to tell you that it, it's going to happen. It might take longer than you wanted it to. It might look different than you thought it would, but if God spoke it, there's one thing that you can hold on to, and that's the scripture that I'm about to share with you. 
whatever's happening in my ministry, whatever's happening in my life, whatever's happening in my spirit, whatever's happening at my job or in my family or in my friends, I hold on to this one scripture, this scripture that says, he who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it. What are you saying, Pastor John? I'm saying whatever God starts, he finishes. Whatever he says comes to pass. If he said it, he meant it. That's why Jesus told Peter this statement. It's going to give you a clue to why Peter was fast asleep the night before execution. He said, Peter, when you're old, Others will take you by the hand and lead you where you do not wish to go. Follow me. God's word to Peter was that he's going to live to be an old man. He's asleep in that prison in Acts chapter 12. And at that point in his life, he's still a young man. And he's fast asleep like a baby on the night before execution because he trusted God's word even when God's word was put to the test in his life. Here's the question. Will you trust it? Will you trust it? This Bible, this word of God that I hold in my hand, This isn't given to you to be debated. It's to be declared. I want you to know what I hold in my hand is life-giving and it's powerful. Every chapter, every verse, every line, it has the power to heal your body and to cleanse your soul. You can trust it. It brings hope in the darkness and joy and sorrows and it moves mountains whenever you speak it. You can trust it. It defeats the giants that come your way and it helps you to overcome every hurdle and harmful thing that the enemy throws at you. You can trust it. You don't read this book. This book reads you. You can trust it. It's withstood the test of time. It's been tried by the fire. It's been abused by men over and over and over again. But it's still sharper than any two-edged sword. It's living and it's active. You can trust it. Let me tell you something. Until you know it, until you use it, and until you place all of your trust in it, this is going to be useless in your life. Would you stand to your feet with me this morning? Will you trust it? With every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to make a call to those that are sitting here within the sound of my voice and even those that are watching online. If you're here today and you say, you know what, Pastor John, I heard your message. I need to trust God. 
I need to trust him and take him at his word. Friend, that would be the best decision that you have ever made. Will you trust him? If you're here today and you say, I want to trust him. I want Jesus to come in and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I want to trust him wholly and completely, 100% today. If that's you, would you just slip up your hand real quick so I can pray for you? I'm not going to embarrass you. Is there anybody here today? God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, sir. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, sir. Ma'am, right here. God bless you. Way over there. God bless you, ma'am, in the back. God bless you. Listen, we're going to trust God together. We're going to do this as a family. So I'm going to pray a prayer. And the Bible says that if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that you will be saved. And so if this is your first time, third time, tenth time, that's okay. We're going to trust him today. Would you pray with me all together as one big family? Say, dear Jesus... I believe that you're the Son of God, that you died on the cross, and you rose again on the third day. So today, I place my trust in you, and I ask you to forgive me of my sins, to cleanse me of all my wrongdoings, and be the Lord of my life. I trust you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Come on, can we celebrate that today? Praise the Lord. We serve a good God who's still moving and doing great things in the lives of his people. Listen, if you made that decision for the first time or like I said, the 10th time today, we're so happy for you. We want to connect with you on your journey. So if you can, would you go to nbcc.com slash Jesus and let us know that you made that decision. We'd love to pray with you and for you. And like I said, connect with you. One last thing before we go. I just want to pray a prayer of blessing over you and ask God's hand to be upon you and upon this church, upon our pastors. And so if you can, all over this place, would you just simply uh, just raise your hand up as I pray a prayer over you. God, we thank you today for every hand that's raised right here within the sound of my voice. I pray, Lord, that you would uh, make yourself so evident in their lives, that they would know that they serve a God that they can trust with all their heart, with all their soul, and with all their mind. They would not lean to their own understanding, but in all their ways they would acknowledge you and that you would continue to direct their path. God, we thank you for a wonderful church with wonderful pastors. We pray for Pastor Jim and Olivia and the team that you would bless them and be with them and help them and lead them and guide them. God, we thank you for all that you've done in our church but we're looking forward to the future because we believe that the best is yet to come for new beginnings. God, we thank you that you've just begun to unfold the vision that you've given to Pastor Jim, that you're just getting started. God, I pray for your people today. Lord, that they continue to be a light in this community. Lord, that as we branch out even into more areas, God, that your hand would be upon it. 
Lord, I pray blessing and favor over these people with their hands raised that you would give them wells they didn't dig and you'd give them homes that they didn't build and that you would bless them in order that they can be a blessing. God, we pray and we plead the blood of Jesus over our homes, our vehicles, over our children. We pray, Lord, that you'd keep us safe until the next appointed time for us to come back together. Lord, we're careful to give you all the honor and glory and praise for what you've done in this place today. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you today. Welcome to the New Beginnings Community Church Podcast. Here at NBCC, we welcome the imperfect, flawed, and broken as much as the healing and thriving because we are all God's children. Good morning, New Beginnings. It's good to see you today. Are you happy to be in God's house today? I hope you are. And I've been having so much fun here. If you don't know who I am, my name is John Hensley. I'm the campus pastor for Harupa Valley. And uh, we're, uh, yeah. We're having a great time over there. And God is doing some amazing things, as I know he is doing here as well. What a great team you have here. What a great church, New Beginnings Community Church. Great churches I know are built upon great leaders and great people gather around great leaders. And you have great leaders here. And so I want you to know that Pastor Jim and, and Olivia are great and their friendship, their leadership are amazing. And um, I'm just excited to see what God is going to do with them over the next few years because I know he's done some great things over the last few years and he's not done yet. So this is uh, just fantastic to be here and I want you to know that I love this church and I consider each and every one of you part of my family, my extended family and so I'm excited. Um, your success is my success and uh, I'm believing that the best is yet to come for new beginnings. How many of you believe that this morning so you're in a good place and I want you to know that and every every once in a while you need somebody to come from the outside to let you know that you're in a good place this is somewhere where you can stay and get grounded and grow here and raise your family here and dig in and get involved stay where you are this is good this is healthy and so you can grow here you know I've never met the person whose testimony is you know, I've served in a church, and I've attended there, and I gave there, and I did everything that I was supposed to do, and, uh, you know, I regretted every minute of it. <laughs> you know, I've never met that person before. Um, you know, I, I've heard them say, I've stayed in my church, I served in the house, 
I've been generous. I love the kids. I love the teens. I supported the pastor. I gave it my all. And God has done great things in my life. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Jump in here. And uh, I know you need sometimes just somebody to say, you don't know how good you've got it. Uh, but you, you've got it good here in Norco. And I think that we should just take a second and tell Pastor Jim and Olivia uh, how much we are grateful for them and appreciate them. Can you do that for just a second? We've got great pastors here. He's uh, actually preaching in Harupa Valley this morning. We kind of traded pulpits, and so uh, I'm thankful for that. I know they're having a great time over there hearing Pastor Jim, and uh, our youth leader over there, Christian, said, you should call this uh, Pastor Swap a PJ party, since it's Pastor Jim and Pastor John. Uh, we're all having a PJ party, so pretty cool. I'm excited. So thanks for inviting me, Pastor Jim. I can sense the enthusiasm here in the room, the faith, the excitement about what God is doing in this church, and uh, it's an awesome place. So let's get into the Word today. Are you ready? I believe that God's Word is alive and active, and uh, sharper than any two-edged sword, and I, can, I believe that it's going to do great things in your life this morning. I can sense that. And so He's the one that redeemed uh, that me at this very moment, because in time... And he reminds me and encourages me to trust his word. It's in God. You've got to just need to tell somebody that's going through God and trust his word. Your conditions aren't always in your control. Sometimes they're out of control, right? We don't get to wake up in the morning and figure out what our day is going to look like exactly. Sometimes we wake up and it's just pure chaos and we wish, man, I'd just rather crawl back in, in bed and not get up, right? And we experience those kinds of days. You don't always get to decide the weather forecast. Sometimes the storms that pop up in your life are out of your control. But you know there's one thing that you can control and that's how much you choose to trust God. It depends on what you're focused on. Some of you, you've lost your trust. You've lost your confidence. You've lost your hope. You've lost your joy. You want to know why? Because all your hope and all your faith and all your trust was placed in something other than Jesus Christ. Keep trusting. New beginnings, keep trusting. Ma'am, keep trusting God. Single mom, keep placing your trust in God's word. Even though you didn't know you'd be divorced today, keep trusting God. Even though you didn't realize the industry that you work in would go out of business, keep trusting the Lord. Even though you didn't know that you're going to have to tap into your retirement account, keep trusting God. Even though everything around you seemingly is sinking and falling by the wayside, keep trusting. There's a scripture that I really like, and I'm going to share it with you in just a moment. But I want you to know whatever it is, the word of God for your life, God will do what he said he'll do. 
You can take him at his word every single time. God has still got you. Sometimes we just get caught up in worshiping it the way we think God should do it instead of the God that said he'll do it and trusting him to do it the way that he sees fit. Listen, God said he'll provide for you. He didn't always say how he would provide for you. He said he'd be there for you. But he didn't promise you'd always feel him. He promised to meet your every need. But he didn't promise to take your preference into consideration. I came to tell you that it, it's going to happen. It might take longer than you wanted it to. It might look different than you thought it would. But if God spoke it, there's one thing that you can hold on to, and that's the scripture that I'm about to share with you. Whatever's happening in my ministry, whatever's happening in my life, whatever's happening in my spirit, whatever's happening at my job or in my family or in my friends, I hold on to this one scripture. The scripture that says, He who began a good work, in you is faithful to complete it. What are you saying, Pastor John? I'm saying whatever God starts, he finishes. Whatever he says comes to pass. If he said it, he meant it. That's why Jesus told Peter this statement. It's going to give you a clue to why Peter was fast asleep the night before execution. He said, Peter, when you're old, others will take you by the hand and lead you where you do not wish to go. Follow me. God's word to Peter was that he's going to live to be an old man. He's asleep in that prison in Acts chapter 12. And at that point in his life, he's still a young man. And he's fast asleep like a baby on the night before execution because he trusted God's word even when God's word was put to the test in his life. Here's the question. Will you trust it? Will you trust it? This Bible, this Word of God that I hold in my hand, this isn't given to you to be debated. It's to be declared. I want you to know what I hold in my hand is life-giving and it's powerful. Every chapter, every verse, every line, it has the power to heal your body and to cleanse your soul. You can trust it. It brings hope in the darkness and joy and sorrows, and it moves mountains whenever you speak it. You can trust it. It defeats the giants that come your way, and it helps you to overcome every hurdle and harmful thing that the enemy throws at you. 
you can trust it. You don't read this book, this book reads you. You can trust it. It's withstood the test of time. It's been tried by the fire. It's been abused by men over and over and over again. But it's still sharper than any two-edged sword. It's living and it's active. You can trust it. Let me tell you something. Until you know it, until you use it, and until you place all of your trust in it, this is going to be useless in your life. Would you stand to your feet with me this morning? Will you trust it? With every head bowed and every eye closed, I want to make a call to those that are sitting here within the sound of my voice and even those that are watching online. If you're here today and you say, you know what, Pastor John, I heard your message. I need to trust God. I need to trust Him and take Him at His word. Friend, that would be the best decision that you have ever made. Will you trust Him? If you're here today and you say, I want to trust Him. I want Jesus to come in and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I want to trust Him wholly and completely, 100% today. If that's you, would you just slip up your hand Real quick so I can pray for you. I'm not going to embarrass you. Is there anybody here today? God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, sir. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, sir. Ma'am, right here. God bless you. Way over there. God bless you, ma'am, in the back. God bless you. Listen. We're going to trust God together. We're going to do this as a family. So I'm going to pray a prayer. And the Bible says that if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that you will be saved. And so if this is your first time, third time, tenth time, that's okay. We're going to trust him today. Would you pray with me all together as one big family? Say, dear Jesus, I believe that you're the son of God, that you died on the cross and you rose again on the third day. So today, I place my trust in you, and I ask you to forgive me of my sins, to cleanse me of all my wrongdoings, and be the Lord of my life. I trust you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Come on, can we celebrate that today? Praise the Lord. We serve a good God who's still moving and doing great things in the lives of his people. Listen, if you made that decision for the first time or like I said, the 10th time today, we're so happy for you. We want to connect with you on your journey. So if you can, would you go to mbcc.com slash Jesus and let us know that you made that decision. We'd love to pray with you and for you. And like I said, connect with you. One last thing before we go, I just want to pray a prayer of blessing over you and ask God's hand to be upon you and upon this church, upon our pastors. And so if you can, all over this place, would you just simply 
just raise your hand up as I pray a prayer over you. God, we thank you today for every hand that's raised right here within the sound of my voice. I pray, Lord, that you would uh, make yourself so evident in their lives, that they would know that they serve a God that they can trust with all their heart, with all their soul, and with all their mind. They would not lean to their own understanding, but in all their ways they would acknowledge you and that you would continue to direct their path. God, we thank you for a wonderful church with wonderful pastors. We pray for Pastor Jim and Olivia and the team that you would bless them and be with them and help them and lead them and guide them. God, we thank you for all that you've done in our church. But we're looking forward to the future because we believe that the best is yet to come for new beginnings. God, we thank you that you've just begun to unfold the vision that you've given to Pastor Jim. That you're just getting started. God, I pray for your people today. Lord, that they continue to be a light in this community. Lord, that as we branch out even into more areas, God, that your hand would be upon it. Lord, I pray blessing and favor over these people with their hands raised that you would give them wells they didn't dig and you'd give them homes that they didn't build and that you would bless them in order that they can be a blessing. God, we pray and we plead the blood of Jesus over our homes, our vehicles, over our children. We pray, Lord, that you'd keep us safe until the next appointed time for us to come back together. Lord, we're careful to give you all the honor and glory and praise for what you've done in this place today. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you today. podcast. Here at NBCC, we welcome the imperfect, flawed, and broken as much as the healing and thriving because we are...